Economic growth in the eurozone slowed sharply in the third quarter, reflecting the impact of higher inflation on both consumers and households. GDP in the three months to September rose just 0.2% quarter-on-quarter. On an annual basis, economic activity was up by more than 2% or less than half the expansion recorded in the previous three months. Growth numbers are positive for now, but those do reinforce projections that the continent's economy will sink into a recession in the coming months. Inflation in the 19-member bloc also rose to a record high of 10.7%, beating expectations. Now, for more on the story, let's bring in Craig Earlham. He's a senior market analyst at Owanda in London. Welcome back to the program. Craig, can we just get your general reaction to these numbers? As I said there, higher inflation, slowing growth, not a, a very bad pair for the Eurozone economy. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a terribly poor report, frankly, because the lower GDP figures showed that the, the, the cost of living crisis that we're already seeing across Europe is really squeezing uh, uh, as much, if not more, than many feared and anticipated. Throw in higher inflation, which is going to continue to com compound those pressures going into a highly uncertain winter. And it doesn't really offer much hope. But what it also does is it piles pressure on the European Central Bank to continue to hike rates at a very aggressive pace. We saw 75 basis points last month uh, or this month, sorry, last week. Uh, and we're in the markets are pricing in another 50 basis points uh, at the next two meetings. And that could even not be enough, uh, both in terms of to control inflation, but also we could see markets increase those expectations over the coming weeks if the data continues to point to higher inflationary pressures. So yeah, it, it really was a very poor report uh, in many different ways. So what type of recession then can European economies expect? Because if the European Central Bank is raising borrowing costs, that results in tighter financing conditions, and that's not great for households and businesses that have growing levels of debt. So I guess that really depends on two factors. One is the weather uh, and what impact that's going to have on energy costs. Uh, and that's going to be a massive factor ultimately in all of this, not just over the next six months, but uh, going forward as well. The other key factor is to what extent the ECB's policy moves are actually going to get a grip of inflation. If it does arrest the inflationary pressures, and we do see it declining substantially back towards target, or at least give the impression that it's moving back towards target, which means that the European Central Bank can take its foot off the gas, maybe even reverse some rate cuts, uh, some rate hikes uh, later next year or early into 2024, then uh, the recession could be relatively brief and not too damaging. However, if the opposite is true, if we see that these inflationary pressures are not being stamped out, if we see that the uh, European Central Bank's actions are not enough and that more is going to be necessary, meaning higher interest rates and for a much more prolonged period, which could be far more economically harmful, uh, then they, the, the recession could be far worse. And these are two huge uncertainties. We can't be in any doubt about that. Anticipating inflation over the course of the last 12 months has been extraordinarily difficult and we shouldn't expect it to be any easier over the next six. All right. Craig Earlham in London, thank you for joining the program. Thank you.